0: Okay, let's get to the Word tonight. Okay, I want to preach about being effective. Being effective. And you might think that, oh, okay, I think I'm pretty effective in certain areas of my life. And every one of us is. We're effective in many different ways. Um, but tonight I want to share about the biblical aspect of being effective. When we talk about the the natural sense, we're talking about skills, about training, about talents, abilities, strategies, timing, um, lucky breaks. You know, all these things can help make us effective. But you can be effective in certain ways, but still be ineffective in many ways. Okay, if you're not doing for the Lord, then whatever you're doing may not be effective at all. So I want to have a look at the Biblical perspective. We're just going to have a look at a passage of Scripture tonight. Looking at Jesus, of course, because he was the most, and still is, the most effective person there is. But being effective in the Biblical sense is about the finer things, or the things that you can't often see, okay? They're the what's called the softer skills like awareness, like being perceptive about um, the aspects of your character and of course the God factor. So I want to look at that from a passage in the book of Luke and um, this is a very busy passage and uh, Jesus has just done a whole bunch of miracles and that and then he has returned. It says it was when Jesus returned the multitude welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. Now, if you want to be an effective person and make a difference, okay, it's good that people would welcome you. It would be good that they are waiting for you and expecting, have an expectation like, oh, I can't wait till Nola gets here. You know, I can't wait till Sam or... Um, Eddie gets here. I can't wait till Vicky, I can't wait till they get here and you welcome them You know there are some people Who you just don't want to welcome? Is there someone that you may have (laughs) Come across and you know what they're not welcome and you're not waiting for them. In fact, you're dreading it sometimes That happens, but here it says Jesus was welcomed. They were waiting for him. Why? Because he has been effective. Okay? This is speaking about his character and the things that he's done. And then it says there came a man named Jairus. So they're all this huge crowd. And a man named Jairus came. He was the ruler of a synagogue. So this is a VIP. He's an important man. He's the ruler of the synagogue. They name him. Many times in the Bible, they don't name people. They'll say a certain person or a woman or a man. But it says, The man named Jairus, he was the ruler of the synagogue, and he fell down at Jesus' feet and begged him to come to his house. For he had an only daughter, about 12 years of age, and she was dying. So this man is the ruler of the synagogue. He's in leadership. He has power. He has influence. But he has no influence over the life or the health of his child, his only child. You know, you can be effective in many areas of your life, but there will come times in all of our lives when we have to run to the Lord for help. That whatever we do, whatever we say, whatever we try to to, um, make happen, we can't, okay? Because we are ineffective. So he has come and he's begged Jesus for the life of his daughter. She is dying. But as he went, the multitudes thronged him. So Jesus had compassion on this man and the whole crowd he cared. This man's only daughter's dying. So it says he went. If you want to be effective, then you will have care and compassion for people. You will listen and pay attention to what's going on. Even though there's a huge crowd, he went with this man to help him. But in the midst of all this, it said now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years, who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any. So you've got this man with a need, his daughter's dying. That's an obvious need. This woman, her need is not so obvious unless people know who she is because she is considered unclean because of the law. She has sought help in many different places. This man came straight to Jesus she's been all over the place looking for help okay and she wasn't healed either it said she came from behind him and touched the border of the hem of his garment and immediately her flow of blood stopped and jesus said who touched me who touched me You touch me in the midst of the whole big crowd he is on a mission he's going to help someone else and he's interrupted the blood stopped and then he stopped the flow of blood stopped and then he stopped if you want to be effective you need to be flexible you need to be flexible allow interruptions to happen so he could have kept going but he stopped and he spoke in front of everyone who did this who touched me and everyone's like oh what's going on nobody knows what's going on Jesus said somebody touched me the disciples of course said who could it be we don't know it's a huge crowd he said somebody did somebody touched me I perceived power going out from me I perceive power going out from me you know if you want to be an effective person for the Lord you want to do something for God then you should have the power of God in you be flexible enough to allow interruptions and release what God has given to you I don't know about you but sometimes you will have um, encounters with the with people. You might be busy. We're all busy. Who isn't? Who, who, who is not busy? I see no hands. Everyone is busy. Okay, but we need to be flexible enough to let the power of God go out of us when somebody in need touches us, when somebody asks us for help or something, or somebody just says, "Oh." And they begin to interrupt you and speak to you, instead of going, I don't have time to speak to this person, they're a stranger, I don't know anything about them, I'm busy, allow yourself to be interrupted. Because I don't know about you, but when I allow that to happen, people begin to speak to you, and they begin to open up to you, and they begin to touch you, not physically touch you, of course, but they touch something in you, they touch compassion in you, they touch something in you that wants to help them. And you can feel power going out from you, power in the form of wisdom, power in the form of direction or something for their lives. You understand what I'm saying? You need to allow the Lord to interrupt your life because everybody, that big crowd that's out there, he was in a crowd, we're in a crowd, and there's many, many needs, many needs. We need to let them touch us when they stop us with a question or something. You got $2? You got $2? You know, they're touching us. Let the power of God go out of us. Let wisdom come out of our, our mouth. Speak something to them. Wait for a moment for God to say something to them and break through in their lives, you know? You see these people begging all the time now. What's that all about? Let the power of God go out from us when they touch us with a question or with a request, okay? Then you will be effective. You've also got to recognise the urgent you know, it was pretty urgent that the, the man's daughter is dying, Jairus's daughter is dying. That was urgent. But there was a greater urgency here. This woman, this was her last resort as well. Recognise what is urgent. Recognise, hear from God. What's God want me to do now? Keep going to the, do- to the child or stop and address this. Make it public. She's done it quite, she's done it publicly, but nobody knew. And then he begins to make it public, why? For the sake of the people, okay? So when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. So Jesus is being effective by making this public now. He is influencing the faith of the people around them. And amazingly, he did not rebuke her. That's another thing. He was aware, he perceived what was going on, he sensed what was going on, He knew that there was a deep need there. He allowed her to reach out to him. And then he made public what had happened. If you want to be effective also, be supportive of people. Don't be critical, okay? Don't be critical. This is what he said to her. Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. He didn't say, hey lady, you shouldn't have touched me. You're unclean. He said, daughter, that's relational. That's relational. He was saying, "Your family. You just got, you've had a problem that you couldn't fix yourself. Daughter, don't be afraid. Don't be scared. I'm not gonna embarrass you. <laughs> be of good cheer, be happy happy day. Your faith has made you well. He honored her faith in front of everyone. They would have been thinking, oh, look at her. What is she doing? And yet he's saying, you know what? She did the right thing. She reached out in faith to the only place she could be healed through him, through touching the Lord. Then he said, go in peace. She hasn't had peace for 12 years. You know, if you've got a medical condition or you've got a physical situation, you've got a situation where you need healing, emotional healing, physical healing, what it relational healing, and it goes on for 12 years, it will torment you. It will bother you. It will concern you. It will steal your peace. And he said, come on, it's time to be happy. It's time to have some peace. Off you go, off you go. He didn't say, you're in trouble, sister. (laughs) He said, you're blessed, off you go. And while he was still speaking, so he's been really effective here, but then he says, while he was still speaking, someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house and they said to him, said to the ruler, Jairus, your daughter's dead. Don't trouble the teacher. So it looks like Jesus has been really effective, but now it looks like, oh no, the child is dead. He wasted time on this woman, and now the child is dead. How effective is that? Well, you know what? You just gotta hear from God. You just gotta hear from God and he was hearing from the Lord. So they're saying, basically, your daughter's dead. Don't bother him. Don't bother him anymore. And of course, Jesus overheard this. He heard it and he answered Jairus. So doubt, fear, bad report comes to Jairus. And Jesus immediately counteracts it. He answered and he said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Only believe, and she will be made well. So Jairus, he must have been pretty conflicted about what was going on. One minute Jesus is coming to help his daughter, then he stops, and this woman is there, and then he's saying, Oh, it's your happy day. And then he gets back, it's like, Oh, okay. And, Come on, hurry up, hurry up. Oh, what do you mean? My daughter's dead? He would have been on a roller coaster of emotions. That happens sometimes. But Jesus said, Don't be afraid. He counteracted the fear. He counteracted the doubt. Immediately said, Don't be afraid. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. She will be made well. Choose to believe. She will be made well. He was encouraging him. He didn't rebuke the woman. He encouraged her. He encouraged Jairus. When they said don't bother him, he saw it as an opportunity. He saw it as another opportunity. Don't be afraid. She's going to be made well. That is public too. People are watching this. Wow, what's going on? Oh, did you see that? Did you hear that? Did you see that? Did you hear that? You know, their, their faith is like being built too about what's going on. Don't be, don't, be, don't be doubtful. Don't be fearful. When people say negative things to you sometimes, they go, Oh, did you hear this? Did you hear that? Did you know this? Did you know that? What about this? What about that? You're, Ugh. You can be gripped with fear. But what does God say? What does the word say? What does your heart say? Trust the Lord. Trust the Lord, be believing, okay, be believing. And he spoke by faith. Then he came to the man Jairus' house. It said, when he came into the house, he permitted no one to go in except Peter, James and John, the inner circle. He's teaching these guys, he's training them, he's raising them up to be effective after he's gone. They're gonna be the church leaders when he's gone and the father and mother of the girl so the rest of the multitude everyone else stay outside and he takes them in peter james john and the parents of the girl now the other healing that woman's healing was public this one is going to be private sometimes god wants us to be effective publicly Sometimes he wants us to be affected privately. It depends who he wants to experience these things. So when he gets inside, all the mourners are there. Now all wept and mourned for her. They're crying, they're weeping, they're mourning. Some would be family members probably. Others are professional mourners. She's dead, she's dead. And he says this, do not weep. She's not dead. She's sleeping. And they ridiculed him, knowing she was dead. It's like, what is he saying? Of course she's dead. Ridicule, stupid guy. Foolish, how can he say that? They ridiculed him. He said, don't weep, she's not dead just sleeping. They think he's stupid, because they could see. They could see. But he could see the big picture. He's already heard from the father. He already knows what's going to happen. He said, no, she's going to be okay. He put them all outside, out with doubt. If you remember nothing else from this sermon, remember that. The Lord said that to me yesterday, and I thought, oh, I love it. Out with doubt. (laughs) That's what he said. Put them all outside. He took her by the hand, and he called, saying, little girl, arise. (coughs) Then her spirit returned, and she arose immediately. How effective is that? How awesome is that? He didn't listen to the doubt. He didn't listen to the ridicule. He was thick skinned. He was brave. He'd heard from the Father and that was it. He was on a mission from God. And nothing and no one was gonna stop him. That's how you be affected. You don't listen to the doubters. You don't listen to the accusers. You don't listen to the ridicule. You don't listen to the critics, you listen to the Lord and you just keep following him no matter what. And you will get excellent results, excellent results. How awesome is that? The spirit returned and she arose immediately. Another thing I get from this is, if you want to be effective, you need to be selective about who you have around you. You have to be selective about who you hang out with. Okay, he put them all out, out with doubt. Be selective, okay, because it'll affect your faith, it'll affect the situation. So, there's a list. If you want to be effective, like Jesus was, just out of this little passage, be caring. Be available. Be flexible. Be impartial. Don't be biased. He didn't say, look lady, I don't have time for you. This guy's very important. He wasn't biased or impartial. He gave her quality time and her need was met. He gave him quality time. He was not biased or impartial. Be encouraging. He encouraged her, it's okay, I'm not mad at you. Be happy, be of good cheer. Off you go. Be believing. You know, when the bad news came to the father, to Jairus, he said, don't listen to that. Believe and you will see the miracle happen. Be brave. You know, Jesus was brave. He had a lot of opposition. They were trying to kill him on many occasions. He was brave. He stood his ground. He heard the father. He obeyed. And the last thing is, of course, the most important. Be close to God. Stay close to the Lord and you will be effective for him. Amen. Father, we just thank you for your word, Lord, this passage that we may have read many times. But Lord, we just thank you that we can get many different lessons from reading the same passage. Lord, we just learn about how to be effective the way that you were, that you are, Lord, we want to be effective too. We want to be aware. We want to be considerate. We want to be in tune with you. We want to be courageous. Lord, we want that God factor in our lives that blocks out all the doubt, all the negativity, all the problems. There's nothing too big for you. Lord, help us to be more effective. Lord, as we get closer to you through fellowshipping with you in prayer and reading your word, coming together to be with each other in church, spending time, taking time out of our busy schedules, Lord, we'll be more and more effective and see those answers to prayer, those needs met in our lives and the lives of others we just bless you and we thank you for your word thank you for your encouragement thank you for adding to our faith in jesus mighty name amen amen Amen. hallelujah before we go how about we get in groups of two or three and just pray a blessing for each other just pray a blessing you know, we don't do this very often, but I wanna I just felt today as I was praying for the service, just to get with somebody, two or three in a group or whatever, and just pray for each other. Let's encourage and bless each other. Amen. Have an awesome week. Bye everyone online.